Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. Happy New Year, everybody. It's back. Straight Fire. I am your host, Jason McIntyre. It is Monday, January 4th. I hope everybody had a splendid and safe Happy New Year 2021 is here. We're hoping it continues to do well on the podcast, which was phenomenal in 2020. Obviously, the year of 2020 sucked, um, and hopefully 2021 will be better for everybody. And we have a pretty NFL jam-packed show. I would love to wedge in a word about Steph Curry's 62 points, but I think Rob G is going to nix that because the NFL playoffs are here. We have a new tanking story. It's so funny, the selective outrage among fans and media members. It's, it's really unbelievable. I think i got to start with that. Before we get to the NFL playoffs, we'll do the best matchups. I've already bet one game. I have a teaser already uh, that I've laid money on. 
Um, but I have to start with Doug Peterson and the Eagles pulling Jalen Hurts in a close game against Washington and the backup, Nate Sudfeld, um, you know, first five snaps, he has two turnovers and everybody's already outraged. Everybody, oh my gosh, the, the integrity of the game. This is the worst thing ever. How could this game be on Sunday night football? Just people just losing their minds. And it, it this the selective outrage is the phrase you guys need to remember. So I jotted down some notes uh, during this game. And a couple things uh, jump out. Number one, when the New York Jets, my New York Jets, were tanking for Trevor Lawrence, it was all, oh, great job, way to go. Oh, the Jets are really doing a great job tanking. They're keeping their coach, Adam Gaze, because he sucks so they can get the first pick. Then the Jets beat the Rams, and it's like, look at these idiots. What are they doing? The Jets won a game and cost themselves Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow, look at them tank. They were able to lose every single game after winning the opener, and they tanked brilliantly. But when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles on the final game of the season, when they can raise their draft order from ninth to sixth, oh my gosh, where's the integrity of the NFL? What, what, what's the deal, folks? Why are we getting so jammed up about Doug Peterson pulling Jalen Hurts, a rookie quarterback, by the way, for Nate Sudfeld in the final game of the season when we applaud tanking, but now we're changing our minds and having selective outrage over who can tank and who can't? And listen, I get it. If you're a New York Giants fan or a New York Giants player, and I saw all the player tweets and Instagram notes, they were pissed. And I get it. You're pissed. Understandable so. But Doug Peterson doesn't care that you guys were 6-10 and 10 and missed the playoffs. It's not his job to help you guys get in when we're talking about a New York Giants team that backed into the playoffs. After beating Seattle to grab first place, you guys could do nothing offensively. Nothing at all. Embarrassed yourselves. And then got lucky to beat Dallas in the final game of the season, and now Doug Peterson is supposed to try his butt off to take down Washington so you can get into the playoffs? I, I just don't get why anybody who is just a casual observer of the NFL or a fan of the NFL would give a shit that Doug Peterson is tanking. Like, who cares? That's on Doug Peterson. He can do whatever the hell he wants to do. Why aren't people upset that the Miami Dolphins went 10-6 and six? Double-digit wins. Brian Flores, second-year coach. Tua Tungvaloa, rookie quarterback for much of the season. Fitzpatrick gets COVID. Can't bail them out. They're going to miss the playoffs at 10-6. and six. Why, Where's the anger there? Where's the outrage? Oh, the system is flawed. Where's that? Oh, oh, I kid. Who cares about the Miami Dolphins? That game happened at 1 o'clock. There was six other games happening at the same time. Who cares? I, I, I don't know. It just seems very weak. And pathetic and um, just like, you know, piggybacking on what everybody else is saying. Oh, I'm going to be outraged. I'm really pissed off about this. It's so terrible that Doug Peterson could do that. No, man. Did you guys not see the injury report on Friday and Saturday? Like the Eagles pulled anybody with a pulse and went like exclusively to backups. The wheels were in motion for this well before Sunday night. And Doug Peterson got word from his organization that 
he's fine next year. He's sticking around. Jim Schwartz, the defensive coordinator who was abominable this year, he's gone. But Doug Peterson's sticking around, so why wouldn't I help myself and go from the ninth pick to the sixth pick? I mean, listen, they they are desperate for help on the outside. If you can get Jamar Chase of LSU, Devontae Smith from Alabama, go out and get an elite cornerback, uh, Patrick Sertain, uh, the cornerback from uh, Alabama, uh, the cornerback from Virginia Tech, Caleb Fairley. Like, they, they, there's really good players that the Eagles are totally in the mix now for. And let me remind you, when you're talking about drafting sixth, you're in the sweet spot, potentially, for a quarterback. And not that the Eagles need one, but if somebody wants to trade up, hey, come up and make me an offer. Uh, guys, do you know who's drafting seventh? Now that the Eagles were able to tank and get sixth, Detroit Lions. There's a lot of chatter about Matthew Stafford being done in Detroit or asking for out, asking out. No, drafting eighth, Carolina Panthers. They need a quarterback. They pulled Teddy Bridgewater in a embarrassing non-cover against the Saints. I don't even want to talk about that game. I know the the final score is deceptive. Carolina was totally in that game, and Bridgewater killed him. Two red zone picks, one in the end zone. Uh, I'm just so pissed about that Carolina non-cover. Although it was a profitable Sunday uh, in the NFL Week 17, which can be difficult, um, but we got there. Denver is drafting ninth. They don't have the quarterback of their future. Okay, so seven, eight, nine, and Dallas at ten. I'm not even ruling out Dallas from looking at a quarterback. I know they have Dak, but if they don't want to pay him 38 mil, maybe they look at a quarterback. Giants at 11. Who's their quarterback? Danny Dimes. You think he's the future there? Uh uh-uh. uh. San Francisco, 12. A lot of report. Jimmy Garoppolo's done in San Fran. So by tanking Doug Peterson, by pulling Jalen Hurts and putting in a third stringer who clearly was not ready for the moment, they just leapfrogged a bunch of teams that need a quarterback. That is good strategy. Doug Peterson should not give a rat's ass about the New York Giants. Now, in next year's Giants-Eagles game, which the NFL probably will put on Sunday Night Football in week one or week two, <laughs> that that's going to be a fun one. Um, but we'll worry about that next year. So I don't have an issue with Doug Peterson and the Eagles trotting Nate Sudfeld out there. Um, sorry, Giants. You got to get the job done yourselves. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's get to the playoffs now. I, I absolutely love the slate. We get, thanks to the extra wildcard team, six wildcard games next Saturday and Sunday. How good is next weekend, folks? Three NFL playoff games Saturday, three on Sunday, Natty on Monday night, in a bit of a surprise, Ohio State taking down Clemson. I mean, dismembering Clemson. So Ohio State, Alabama next Monday. That will be excellent. I cannot wait for that. So three straight awesome days of football. Um, that's a great way to start the new year. Um, I don't know, Rob G. Do you think I should rank the games in interest? Um, do you want me to start with the game I bet? Should I talk about upset special? Um I, I I don't know. There's many ways we could go, Rob G. I know your Raiders are not in the postseason. I know. Why are you gonna bring that up? Absolutely, that had nothing to do with. <laughs> I just felt like right taking now. a shot at your Raiders. Come on, man. No, you know I would love to hear which game you bet on, so I know which game to fade. So ooh, go ahead. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Don't fade me, bro. 
Um, <laughs> my first bet was a Baltimore Ravens favored by just three. I got it at three. It looks like it's up to three and a half now. If you can get a juice three, take it. Um, this is a terrible Tennessee Titans defense, guys. Uh, first of all, they already beat the Ravens earlier this year. So you can play up the quote-unquote revenge narrative. Um, but I think the real story is the Titans' lack of defense. Um, they give up 36 to the Houston Texans earlier this season. They give up 31 to the Bengals and Burrow. They give up 34 to the Colts, 40 to the Packers, 38 to the Texans. Anyone with a pulse offensively, and um, they're winning. They're, I mean, they're just giving up points like buckets. So I think the Ravens have a ton of success uh, against the Titans. And if memory serves, last year, and Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, didn't the Titans take down the Ravens in the postseason? That is correct. Yeah, so they won last year. They beat them earlier this year in the regular season in a game that was pretty close. Um, I, I, I don't see it. This is To me, this is an easy read if you're the Baltimore Ravens. Now, obviously, you have to wait on the injury reports. The Ravens had like five guys out uh, on the starting defense against the Bengals in Week 17. Um, obviously, you're going to want to wait for COVID testing. I love the Aaron Rodgers line. Um, he was interviewed after the Packers beat the Bears. And his one piece of advice or one like final word was, don't get COVID. And if you're the Baltimore Ravens and you're Lamar Jackson, you've lost in the first round the last two, or you've lost your first playoff game the last two years. Lost to the Chargers two years ago. I did have the Chargers in that one. And last year they lost to the Ravens. I did not have the Ravens in that one. Um, I would expect Jim Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson to be completely ready for this game. Uh, right now the run game's working. It's J.K. Dobbins. It's Lamar Jackson. Little Gus the Bus. Mark Ingram was dusted off in Sunday's season finale. They're not going to get cute here. Uh, the Tennessee Titans don't have a defense. It just does not exist. And I expect the Ravens to run up and down the field. Uh, listen, the Derrick Henry story is great. Um, I know he badly wanted 2,000 yards. Uh, he got it. He ran for 250 against the Texans. Again, Texans can't stop a nosebleed. It, it's embarrassing. So Derrick Henry, first player in over 50 years to lead the NFL in rushing yards and rushing TDs in back-to-back seasons. Yes, folks, Derrick Henry went back-to-back. However, the load he has carried this year is just absolutely brutal. 34 carries? Really? For Derrick Henry? Was it that important to get him the mark? I mean, this year he had 344 carries. Guys, that is... Do you know how excessive that is for a running back? And now you're going to ask him, with no rest, to come back in and, and drop a hammer... Uh, on the Ravens, who have a really good run defense? I, I don't see it. Derrick Henry up to 378 carries. Um, I know the hardcore nerds will know that 370 used to be a line of demarcation. If a running back topped 370 carries, the following season, his production fell off a cliff. Now, teams got smart, and they stopped force-feeding running backs. So... I, I don't know if that's even happened in the last couple of years, but there, that was a thing like about six, seven, eight, maybe 10 years ago. 370, you just don't do it. Well, they did it with Derrick Henry this year. Now I'm looking at his rushing uh, totals. He had 31 carries in the opener and never touched 30 again this season, but they rode him down the stretch. 26, 24, 23, 34. 
I don't know, guys. I know Derrick Henry's a boss. I know he's a monster. Nobody wants to tackle him. But if you can tell me that this secondary can erase uh, A.J. Brown, I really like the Baltimore Ravens to finally win win a, uh, a playoff game. I think they get it done. Remember, the last two years, they lost at home. They will be going to Nash Vegas. And uh, Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, I think there are a smattering of fans allowed in Tennessee home games. Um, yeah, I believe that's the case. So That is correct. I'm yeah. sure that your boy Clay Travis will probably oh, be yes. in that game. Yeah, maybe we should try to get him on the podcast at some point uh, before the Titans get eliminated. So that's the one game I bet. I definitely like uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, we're going to see a lot of stories, oh, the pressure on Lamar Jackson. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. He's really, you know, he, he had no room for error down the stretch, and he performed pretty well against a bunch of bad teams. They're my favorite pick um, of Wild Card Weekend. Do you have one that jumps out at you, Rob G? Well, first off with that game, I just want to say a pat myself on the back really quick because after they lost to the Steelers, you can check the, the tapes here on this podcast, mm. I said that if there was going to be a dark horse team to bet for the Super Bowl, it would be the Ravens. Mm. And it's because their defense outside of that Browns game, which was the game of the year, they've been pretty lights out almost all season. And they've just been waiting for Lamar Jackson and that offense to kind of come around. And it looks like they finally have come around. They, they stopped trying to make him a thrower and just decided we're going to go back to what made us yeah. successful last year, and that's that's working for him. So I do like them in that game uh, against Tennessee because, like you said, Tennessee's defense is terrible. Um, one game that I am very, very anxious to put a little bit of money on, not Jason McIntyre money because I don't make that kind so, of money. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before, you, before uh, uh, we move to the next game, real quick. So I just looked it up. Derrick Henry had a buck 95 against the Ravens in that playoff game, and – if you remember, in the offseason, that was like the number one priority for Baltimore. They went out and got Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf. In the draft, they drafted Patrick Queen, a linebacker out of LSU. Their number one thing is, we don't want to get trucked in the playoffs. And they went out and got guys to fortify the run up the middle. Very, very curious um, if Tennessee wins that game. But I, I really like Baltimore. Okay, sorry, Rob G. Go for it. No, it's all good. The game that I really like, it's a game I'm going to be putting some money on down, is... A rematch of what we saw on Sunday. Pittsburgh against Cleveland. Mm. I like Pittsburgh big Ooh. in that game. I think that uh, Cleveland is very one-dimensional offensively in that Pittsburgh defense. Even with the injuries, they're still a very, very good unit. As we saw on Sunday, they had uh, Mason Rudolph out there keeping him close, and he's terrible. So <laughs> I don't think Big Ben – I think Big Ben's washed, but he's definitely better than Mason Rudolph. And so I think that that Pittsburgh defense is going to give Baker Mayfield – nightmares and it may not be an exciting win but i think they're easily going to cover that four points it's interesting you say that so um and this is not like some uh, i'm not trying to act cool we're friends so he i i talked to cowherd on sunday we usually call each other check in and he calls me and he's like pittsburgh's gonna kill cleveland like that was his number one thing he's like exactly what you just said rob Mason Rudolph nearly beat the Browns. And the Pittsburgh Steelers started like none of their defenders. If you go back and check out what happened in the earlier meeting, you know, Pittsburgh's defense just got after uh, Baker Mayfield. Like, it just from the jump, they got that early pick six, totally was shaken. And, um, you know, we'll see. I, I, I just have some reservations, man, about like, is ben, what did Ben do in the off, in the off week? I mean, is he getting his mind right? Because I looked, I, I still go back to that Bengals game, dude. Like, I, 
I mean, Rob G, we're, we're three weeks removed from Big Ben shitting his pants on Monday Night Football against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, we're also two weeks removed from him lighting it up in the second half against the Colts. That's fair. So he, fair. he, he can be both guys. And like I said, I don't, I don't think Big Ben is any good. But he's definitely better than Mason Rudolph. And, yeah. and in order to beat Pittsburgh with that defense, you have to be able to do more than one thing. And all Cleveland can do, and they do it great, is they run the football. But they don't have a Lamar Jackson type that's going to, you know, keep you off balance defensively. They're just going to run it straight ahead with Chubb and and Hunt and see what happens. And I think Pittsburgh's defense do good for that. You'll see Big Ben make just enough plays for them to cover the four. I think they'll win by at least 10 in that game. 10? Holy, a double-digit win, huh? Um, I I think the—I'd have to double-check this. Might have been the last time they were in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin laid a massive egg, lost at home to Jacksonville as big favorites. Um, I'm checking the market here. It looks like Pittsburgh's favored by three and a half against Cleveland. Um, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a really good game. It looks like that's the, uh, that's the Sunday night game. Um, I guess it's my turn in a round, Robin. I, I, listen, I do work for Fox, but I, I have to say this Seattle Rams game round three is awesome. I absolutely love this game. So the Rams won the first round handily. If you remember, the defense dominated Russell Wilson, six sacks, uh, turned him over twice. Um, It was a great performance. In the second meeting, they also sacked him a bunch, but the problem was Jared Goff. And if you guys listened to the pod uh, Wednesday or Thursday with Mangini, I really spoke highly of the Rams situation without Goff and tossing this guy in, John Wolford, the wolf of Wall Street, I I joked uh, on the herd. I like this kid. He's got some moxie. There's a little Doug Flutie, a, a, a smattering of Johnny football, uh, minus the booze. Um, I'm telling you, man, this kid can play. And I watched a performance against the Cardinals. He came out slinging it. He threw an interception on like his first pass in his own red zone. And the Cardinals got a 7-0 lead. The kid was not phased at all, Rob G. I'm t- I watched it. And I was like, oh, man, that's not a good way to start. Your first NFL start ever. And you throw a pick on your first pass inside your own 25-yard line. And you give up, you, you're in the hole 7 nothing. And he did, he was not rattled. Kept, kid kept his composure, made really good throws. Arizona's a good, not great defense. And he got the job done. Now there's a game's worth of tape on him. But as we know, McVay historically has done extremely well against Pete Carroll. I know they just lost the last one. A lot of that was on Goff. It's pretty clear he played like the final quarter and change with a broken finger. I saw this, Rob G. Did he get three screws inserted into his thumb? That is correct. Uh, how? What, what? I don't even understand how a thumb is that big to get three screws in it. Um, my gosh, they must have been those tiny screws. But like, would you say there's any chance he plays? That is one thing that I would be legitimately concerned about if I'm a Rams fan. I wouldn't want him out there, yeah. Everything that I've heard and read so far is that they expect him to be able to play. Oh, no. That was, now, I, no, 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 no. I don't know if he will because, like you said, I think that um, the Wolf of Wall Street performed well enough on Sunday that uh, that Sean McVay might you know, err on the side of caution with Jared Goff, and he is their, their big franchise quarterback. But if he's a guy who can't move, he, he's, he's skittish in the pocket. He fumbles way too much. He turns the ball over a lot. And you want to throw him out there with a the messed up hand? Yeah. It's like, it, it just doesn't make sense. You're better off taking your chances with a guy that, that the Seahawks haven't really seen. Because even on Sunday, 
in his first start, I saw Sean McVay going straight, uh, straight drop back passes, empty backfield passes in his first start. So that tells me that that they are number one comfortable with him as their quarterback because yeah. they're not just hamstringing him, you know, with what they're going to call. And number two, Sean McVay is not afraid to call whatever it takes if he thinks it's going to give him an advantage. And he knew that Arizona was not expecting this guy to just come out and slinging it around, and that's exactly what he did. And and if it wasn't there, he took off and ran. He was very mobile. So if I'm the Rams, I actually hope that Jared Goff does not play in this game. Yeah. Now that obviously sets it up. If this kid Wolford comes in and beats Seattle, you know, I don't want to say you're setting up a quarterback controversy because there can't be one. You paid him 136 mil or whatever the number is. But Wolford did throw it 38 times against Arizona in a win and in. He carried six times, 56 yards. Uh, weird story, Cam Akers came back, the FSU kid, from a high ankle sprain quickly. 21 carries for 34 yards. Now that is where the problem arises. Like if they can't run the football on Seattle and Wolford has to get it done through the air, I mean, I think that's a legit cause for concern. Um, but eh, I, I actually lean to the Rams keeping this close. Um the market has moved a little uh, Seattle's way. It looks like it opened at three and it's up to four and a half. So I guess, uh, you know, the market's saying they don't totally trust Wolford, but maybe you're right, Rob G. Probably one of the best storylines of the week. Will Jared Goff play? Should he play? Uh, Rams at Niners. I guess, no, I'm not saying the other three games stink, Rob G. Um, but like, where's your interest level in Bears, Saints? Uh, none. That'll yeah. be a no for me, dog. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Juan Gabriel, Juan Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That, yeah. Actually, you know what? The one game that I am interested in, even though I expect Tampa to roll in that one, is Tampa versus Washington. Mm. If only for this reason. No, one I, of the biggest uh, Washington fan sites is very big on analytics. They put this tweet out that went viral for a minute, and then I think they took it down. They said, we're just putting this out there. Tom Brady 0-3 against the NFC East in the postseason. <laughs> and Wait, how many of them against the Giants? <laughs> uh, I think all three. Two in the Super Bowl. <laughs> or two, yeah, two, at least two in the Super Bowl. Washington's only— Oh, and the Eagles are the other one. Yeah, they lost Okay, the there you go. Two, and then three. Washington's only postseason win in 15 years came against Tampa Bay. So they got that going for them. So just because I like that Washington fans have like this sneaky optimism about it, that's why I'm excited. But I expect Tampa to really just throttle them. I wanted to save this for the end because I think this will probably be one of the bigger storylines as we move forward. Now, Rob G., I thought you were going to just steal it uh, when you started talking about this game. We have discussed it on the podcast. Tom Brady is 43 years old. TB12 loves to talk about how he gets a good night's sleep and he goes to bed early. And Tom Brady wakes up early. He goes to bed early, wakes up early. The guy's always grinding. Guess when he has struggled this year, Rob G, in the NFL at night. He is 1 and 3 in night games this year, 0 and 4 against the spread. Okay, and I broke down all the games. We remember them, right? The Chicago game on Thursday Night Football. And some people want to toss that out because all of his wide receivers were hurt. Fair enough. They lost that game 20-19. I believe Foles was the quarterback for the Bears. 
That was on Thursday night football. Then they had a Monday night football game against the New York Giants. Bucks trail for much of that game. They did come back and win. They survived Danny Dimes missing a late two-point conversion. Now, Brady was pretty bad for a half. He did come back in the second half through a couple TD passes. Then came the real troubling results. Tom Brady at night is a thing. The Sunday night football bloodbath against the New Orleans Saints, 38-3. And Brady never was in that game from the jump. He was awful. I mean, one of the worst performances that Tom Brady's had at night probably in his career. I think that went down as the worst beating he's ever taken. 38-3 to thumping. Finally, you had that Rams game, which I think was Sunday Night Football, Rob G. But I remember watching that. I had bet on the Bucks, and they were playing from a position of weakness the entire night. The Rams were better offensively. Yes, with Goff. They were better defensively. Brady was not good. And guys, this is going to be a story. Tom Brady at night this year, one and three, five TD passes, five interceptions. And if you remember, before that Rams game, Bruce Arians made a point to say, we, collectively, right, we haven't played well at night. Um, So we're going to change up our practice schedule and try to get in some late practices. And Rob G, the second layer to this, besides the night thing, is... Everybody is looking forward to Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in the second round. Everybody. The TV networks will be battling over that game. It will probably be, to this date in the season, the most viewed game in the NFL. I don't think we've ever had Brady Rodgers. No, we haven't, because they would have had to meet in the Super Bowl. And my memory does not have the Packers and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. This is two of the five best quarterbacks in NFL history. Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Tom Brady, I believe, just threw 43 touchdowns in the 43rd year of his life, (laughs) which is, nobody's ever sniffed that at his age in the NFL. I mean, that's the game we all want, right, Rob G? I mean, I can totally see the Bucs overlooking a, what are they, six, uh, six six, nine, and one Washington team. I think they had a tie, right, or no? Um, I can completely see that, and... There's nowhere to run from Chase Young. I hope the left tackle uh, of Tampa is ready because Chase Young is putting on a show here late in the season. He has been okay, utterly are dominant. Are you giving up the seven points according to Fox Bet? What's that? Are you giving up the seven points if according to our friends at Fox Bet? That's the question. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> we'll save that. What, for later no, no. Here, we'll I mean, this it. is what this would be my lean, and I, I said I did do a teaser. I would tease Tampa from seven down to one. I think Tampa will win. I think New Orleans, you take that uh, from nine. If you can get nine down to three, they win by a field goal just in case Trubisky does some stuff. I don't expect it. Um, but yeah, Tampa's going to be a huge teaser liability because uh, everybody thinks they're going to win this game, right? I can't envision oh, yeah. Alex Smith beating this Tampa defense. The Washington offense is garbage. You guys just saw them struggle against the JV unit from the Eagles. I mean, they have Terry McLaurin. And he's banged up, not 100%. They have uh, Gibson, he's banged up. We saw McKissick briefly leave the game against the Eagles. They have no offense. Like Logan Thomas, a converted quarterback from Virginia Tech, is like a weapon for Washington. I I, I can't make a case that they're going to win that game. Uh, Yeah, I I don't see Washington winning, but I do like Tampa to win. I would tease it down to one to be safe. 
All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Because with you, it's not about picking the games; about picking the spread. So yeah, that that matters. <laughs> I, I, let me quickly that. listen. We don't we don't need to waste time on on Bears Saints, and I just quickly want to just put this out there into the ether. Okay, I don't have a very strong feeling, but I've done a lot of reading, obviously, on Jets potential coaches, and I mostly have looked at offensive guys, but I did look at a defensive guy, and his name is Matt Eberflus, the defensive coordinator of the Colts. Their defense has been lights out this year. Okay. And Iberflus is the one guy I would not totally want to face if I were Brian Dable and Josh Allen. Because I remember a game, I think it was a Sunday night game last year or two years ago, and Iberflus threw some zone stuff at Pat Mahomes that he had never seen. And that was the only time Pat Mahomes was like, huh, really, really not good. And you can go look up uh, the old, uh, not the old 22, but the YouTube condensed version of the game. Mahomes just missing passes, not reading the defense. They were able to get after the quarterback and Pat Mahomes struggled and the Colts pulled a major upset. They were double digit dogs in that one. And usually Mahomes figures it out. You know, the Super Bowl figures it out late in the game, beats the 49ers. He just couldn't figure it out. And if Eberflus can come up with something, because remember, Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator of the Bills, he's basically the hottest coaching candidate right now. They hung, what they hang, 59 on the Dolphins or something absurd. I mean, they just lit them up, whether it was Matt Barkley or Josh Allen. Didn't friggin' matter. Um, Brian Dable getting it done. I would love him as the Jets head coach. Um, I think Iberflus is probably going to get a look. I, I, I like an offensive guy. I do want to note, um, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, real sharp guy. Uh, I've known him for a while. He floated the idea of David Shaw of Stanford. I guess he has a previous relationship with the Jets GM Joe Douglas. You know, I'm not going to give away anything here, but I um, happen to know some people, someone specifically on the board at Stanford. Um, He knows uh, David Shaw well. I instantly texted my guy, and he says, very unlikely, um, you guys can look it up, David Shaw has a sibling going through something, um, and... You know, he's got some health issues, and, you know, Shaw's very rooted in the community there in Palo Alto. His kids are in the school system, and everybody's kicked the tires on him. Um, I don't think this is the year to do it. I, you know, listen, Jets want to call good, but it sounds like they have no shot, and really nobody has a shot at this juncture to make a run at Shaw. I would love Dable personally. We'll have plenty of time now that Adam Gaze has been fired to dive deep into... Um, who who we want, um, Joe Brady of Carolina, uh, and now Rob G is like, listen, I'd rather you talk about Steph Curry's 62 on Dame than dive into the 10 guys who are going to reject the Jets because nobody wants to, uh, nobody wants to coach an awful franchise. But Rob G, let me just go out on this. Um, and we're not going to do a best bet. I haven't even tallied the numbers from the weekend uh, on the games, but um, we will start doing NBA and also college basketball, by the way. The algorithm is back. Um, it had a good Saturday, a 500 Sunday. Um, but college basketball picks, they're coming, folks. Um, just a quick word on the Jets uh, and Justin Fields. And again, we'll do much more on this later. I like Justin Fields. Um, he did not look good against Northwestern. I'm not going to kill the guy for it. He looked great against Clemson. I'm not going to say he's the greatest thing ever because he killed Clemson. Um, let's see what he does against Alabama. Alabama has a couple of pro corners in Sertain and Job. Uh, I don't think it'll be as easy sledding for fields. And 
I kind of, I'm not 100% all in, but I really am starting to put my weight and support behind the kid from BYU, Zach Wilson. Um, Jets have the number two pick. I, I wouldn't mind to trade down a couple slots and get Wilson, pick up more picks. The Jets have a crap roster, guys. You can't just say, oh, hey, it's the Jets. Take Justin Fields. Yeah, we're going to go. Justin Fields is surrounded by five-star talent at Ohio State. The Jets have a lot of two-star talent. <laughs> okay? They could use an extra pick. They already have an extra one from the Seattle trade. Doesn't help that the Seahawks have been really good and it picks like 27 or something. Um, I personally would like the kid Wyatt Davis, guard from Ohio State. He's a beast. Mauler would be great next to Becton for the next decade on the Jets O-line. And now I'm losing the audience who doesn't care about my love affair with the New York Jets. All right, anybody, everybody, that'll do it for the first episode of 2021. Thank you for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. You know, my Facebook feed has the link to the podcast. Um, it's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Radio Podcasts. Uh, we got a couple good guests lined up this week, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Fire the grill and fire up the party. Get the Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. Smoke, roast, and sear on the same grill. Go from low and slow on smoke boost mode at 180 degrees all the way to high heat sear at 600 degrees. It's got a full grate sear zone so you can put more food on the flame. Food will look as good as it tastes. This grill is hot in 15 minutes and cleanup is easy. You can also add a heavy-duty rotisserie or rust-resistant griddle insert to up your game. Get fired up for your new Weber Searwood Pellet Grill. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.